Do you live your life rock boat to rock boat? If so, then welcome aboard the Boatcast, the podcast for rock boaters by rock boaters. Yeah, yeah. So, brother. Yes. You are the last act tonight, and you're the first act tomorrow. That's correct. Walk us through that. Like, that's... You know, normally, it's immediately being the last act. It's like, okay, or of the night, you're like, all right, great. Let's crack open a beer and have a good time. Maybe, you know, at that point, you're up and ready to go. <laughs> so, you, you probably stay up a little late, probably too late for your own good, except <laughs> that when you give a... When you have a 1045 load in the following morning and you're the first show, it's like, ah, maybe I have to be responsible I, for the first time ever on the rock boat. <laughs> I have to be an adult. Yeah, I have to be an adult. You know, who wants to be that here? But here so, we are. This is your ninth, your ninth total boat. Yes. Right? Yes, and ninth boat. So from your first boat to your ninth boat, what have you seen as far as the production and with Six Man and the genesis of it What's one thing that sticks out to you the most with all that professionalism? What they, it's become a very well-oiled machine. Like the, it, it was when we first started. Like it was, it was a big party, but it was also somewhat fly by the seat of your pants. Like, and now it's everything is like so mapped out so well. They know what they're doing and how to make this work and make it work as seamlessly as possible. Um, and which, as an artist, you definitely appreciate. Um, and I would imagine as a fan too, like just how the level of communication that happens throughout the boat, like there's, there's not a lot of questions that don't e- either have an answer readily available to you or that doesn't get answered quickly. And right. I gotta say, great. even as a podcast this year, yeah. shout out to Sixth Man. Last year we were doing this on the back of the boat and the communication and just thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for hearing the boaters and giving us the shot yeah it's awesome that's so terrific i want to circle back to last night okay all right Go ahead, so i was there started the show even before you guys started playing then you guys started playing and you were battling some serious artists for some space man it was yeah when i looked at the schedule we were at the same time as like everybody i wanted to see and i was like oh no what is anybody gonna be in this room so that was one of those I thought, like, if I was me, or if I was just looking, I'd have been like, mm, skipping that guy. I'm going to go see the other people. Um, I, I, I had people were in the room. I started there, and then the crowd started to just roll in. And you brought a freaking crowd to awesome. our show. It was a great that, show. Great. Then I saw Jared pop pop yep. in. He stayed pretty much. He stayed all the show. Yeah, it was a great crowd. It was yeah. awesome. I was, killed, I was killed it. I was very happy about it. I, I did reluctantly have to like leave halfway through and i wanted to check out some of the other shows i well, saw you and i was against you, you immediately <laughs> <laughs> damn it i Samuel, knew it i knew check it. him off the christmas card list <laughs> you're done you're gonna get schooled on monday night concert series <laughs> like, yeah yeah damn. if you follow Eamon, unfollow him that's right exactly right you feel like you were like so stealthy about it nope uh, no no i saw it i saw it well, speaking of the Quonsert series, you want to talk a little bit about that? Sure. Yeah. No. It. Uh, it's. It's. 
if, for people who don't know, it's basically a almost weekly live stream uh, concert that I do that started right after the 2020 vote, uh, basically, in March of 2020 when every, everybody started doing live streams. I, for whatever reason, I just kept doing it. <laughs> so really, like, it just keeps going. And so uh, when I thought I w we were done with it, uh, we did like 100 shows. And I thought, you know, 100, that's a, that's a nice round number to stop it. And so I stopped for about six or seven months. And then it was like, okay, my kids suddenly didn't have something to do on a Mondays. And I was like, wait, I don't have anything to do on Mondays now. Maybe we pick it back up. And so we're now in year four and just still still, uh, still playing live streams. And it's kind of fun because it's kind of created its own little family of people. Yes. To where we're now, I feel like if you're in a group of people where you're giving out and each other nicknames, that it's now, you know, there's, <laughs> you, you jump past the, you know, the, uh, we're barely acquaintances or, uh, this is just some internet person that I know. Like, oh, every, you know, it's, it's a, it's a little, like a family where you make fun of each other and then sing songs together. Yeah. No, I mean, watching it week after week and seeing the interpersonal connections that you make with every person that takes time. Yep. It's just like, and it goes along with that mentality of a rock boat artist. Sure. You know, that, that connectivity, that family. Yep. That, as Ken Block would always say, the, the without effect. There's that F word. Yeah, family. Yeah, yep. it really is. It, it's, you know, and I, honestly, I always thought like once, you know, Monday Night Football or The Bachelor started, I would lose everybody. <laughs> and I still you have people. Even halfway through. You watched The Bachelor? I, I still have people that come up. I have somebody that come up to me a lot longer. They're like, I love your Monday Night thing. Um. Haven't been watching this fall because The Bachelor. But when that is, <laughs> I'll come back. And I was like, yeah, I totally get it. It's totally mine. Love that. So looking back on your first boat, yep. do you remember the, the first stage you ever played on? The first I do not. No. I, I, the only thing I the only thing I really remember about the boat is uh, we at that point, we were, so, we, were, uh, we were a very young band at that point and like some of the youngest people on the boat. And <laughs> we were... We were like we were the, ba the baby band on, and so I remember our rooms being like right next to the engine room, and like <laughs> to where if, if it was going down, they yeah. were definitely shutting us behind the yeah. gates to be like, sorry, <laughs> no boats for you guys, <laughs> no lifeboats. I was like, oh my, okay. We had a good run with uh, an extra insurance policy. Last, we it's like every it's like every band who gets on here the first time, you have no idea what you're walking into. Uh, you think that like no matter who explains it to you. You're like, oh, yeah, 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 I get it. And then you, once you're here, you go, oh, okay. This is my, what my expectations were, are not only different, but like this is far, it far exceeds your expectations as an artist. So it's pretty awesome. What was it like when you got to be able to tell your family that you're coming back on the boat? <laughs> well, it's, I mean, it's pretty awesome because it's, as an artist, it's, it's great to have, that is, there's only a limited, there's a limited amount of spots to yep. be able to do this. Yep. Um, and that I've done uh, so many boats. You just assume that, hey, thanks. Yeah. You just don't know if, like, they, they want fresh faces and everything else in here. I totally get that. So when you get an invitation back, it's, like, it's it's uh, validating as uh, as a musician and be like, oh, sweet. I'm still part of still part of the crew. This is awesome. So, uh, no, it's pretty exciting. I, I, great perspective. Yeah. yeah. So I have a question. So you posted a photo recently of yourself in some tights, and it looked like a, like a ballet Kind of uh, can you walk us through that? And if you don't follow all the socials, you should because of course a... Chris noticed that one. I de 
Well, my daughter is 11 and is in like a, in competitive dance, and and so she wanted a ballet bar for Christmas, and I thought, you know what, I just want to make sure it works. So, so I got. I mean, it took. I had to. I thought it was going to be a lot easier than what it was. It looked like a lot. It's way, it's way up there. It's up there. I had to. It's it, up by your ear. There was a little assistance needed from my hand to pull my leg up that high, and so. Resistance bands. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh, it was harder than you thought. And once I was there, I was like, I told my wife, I was like, take enough pictures now because this is solely happening. Get me the Advil. Yeah, yeah. Gonna earn the morning. That's exactly right. It's deep first. It's tough. What, uh, what can the voters expect to hear moving forward the next couple days, seeing you perform? Um, you know, like, how do you, not only can what they expect, but like, how do you prepare for, you know, your sets are luckily the just the way we're on this boat it's it almost it's almost built in and that yes i'm because i'm part of two bands on the boat yeah and so we we have four shows that's only two shows per band and we're playing and it's different songs between the two bands so uh i have enough between jr stuff and ingram hill songs that i can i can separate enough of those two sets and make them uh, equally different or not equally different but make them different enough to where you're not watching the exact same show. And then when, when I'm playing with Alan McMyers Moore, I'm not even playing the same instrument. I'm not playing bass, and we all sing lead on, with not different songs, sometimes within the same song. So it's that separating all of that, those two is not all that difficult. You do have to, we have to talk about like, okay, what are we for sure songs we're going to play twice? Because if, yeah. so it, like, like he said, I was at the same time as like four other acts yesterday yeah, that you, right. you're just not going to catch everybody. And if somebody comes to my second show and they're like, oh, you didn't play all the good Ingram Hill songs. <laughs> I'm like, well, so some of those, you're going to play them twice. Who's that? It is. <laughs> so, you know, hey, you're going to play the one, right? I know. <laughs> Almost home song. <laughs> hey, sir, you just meshed two of my songs together. It. Made it one hit. <laughs> you know, walking through the boat, you know, this being your ninth boat, you see a lot of boaters. What is that like for you, that emotional connection when you come back on the boat and you're, you know, like, it's important, like, right? So, like, we never want to intrude. And sure. Like, and, like, so, like, the experience that you have had with fellow boaters, what has that been like for you? It's pretty cool. There's people that I haven't seen that I only see on the boat. Okay. Uh, and so whether a lot of them, you know, even the cities that we tour in or that we go to often, uh, sometimes they just can't come to a show. Or they live in, like, Portland or something. You know, like, we just don't do a lot of West Coast tours. And so, right, there we go. See, like that, like that. So I'm saying. So some people just, like, don't live in a in a easily tourable section that we go to a lot. And so you see people that I, the last time I saw them was four years ago. And it's, you know, instead of me, like, hey, high five and hug, but like, great to see you again. And that happened, that first day, I feel like I spend half my day just doing like the high five hug. I haven't seen you in years. So good to see you. Glad we're on here together. I I'm going to go to an ice cream cone and then we'll do it again tomorrow. <laughs> what is the, the one go-to meal that you get when you're on the boat? Oh, the go-to go meal? He already said ice cream. I mean, yeah, usually it's a soft serve cone. I mean, in fact, I just literally five minutes before I walked over here, I got a, I got a cone and a lady said that she said, you must have worked at Dairy Queen for making that come out of the song. 
You said I've been on nine boats. I've been on nine boats. Nine I know, boats. So I know the good... exact viscosity of the soft serve machine <laughs> and the speed at which it exits. I basically built this machine. <laughs> exactly right. So, you know, it's that. I think I think it really is. And I, I think, I don't, there's a taco little, you stay yeah, in. I'm excited. And that's you, right? Yeah. Taco man. Well I'm, done, Six Land. Yeah, well done there, because I'm, I'm, that's something I haven't tried yet, so. At some point, you're going to see me getting tacos. I'm a taco boy. What advice would you give to new boaters and new artists? New boaters? Um, it, it's, I mean, it, it doesn't help me to say this because I want you to stay for my whole show, but I would recommend bouncing around as much as possible. Because right. you, there's so much going on all the time. It's part sensory overload, but like you just have to be like, be okay with the sensory overload and try to see as many bands as possible because you're – Odds are you're going to find your next favorite band like okay. that you didn't know existed. I'll, uh, I'll say try to save your legs because it's tough to be standing and absolutely okay. for four days straight. We have a no elevator rule in our band, too. Yeah. Really? As Stairs only. As does my family. Stairs yeah. only. I'm the only elevator. <laughs> <laughs> Can you tell by my thinning body? Yeah, <laughs> elevator people, what? We just assume it's, it's, we're we're uh, balancing out the ice cream cones and pizza with our with our steps up the stairs. That's fair. That's yeah, fair. we've got to negate the two. You know, so you win some, you lose some. Uh, as far as artists, I, I would say you should meet as many people as possible. Like that, it, it's be outgoing. Everybody thinks that you're they that. People assume that as the, if you're the artist, I guess if you're a baby band that nobody knows yet, it, then it, nobody's going to, you're hoping what somebody wants to take your picture. You know, <laughs> if you're one of the bigger bands that, um, that is one of the headliners that you don't know what you're walking into, it, you, you end up gaining uh, a, a far more than just your typical, like, oh, I listen to them on Spotify relationship with a fan. And a lot of times when you meet people, they become fans for life. That yes. it's people that I met in 2003 on this boat that are like, hey, I saw you open up for Hazel in Louisville, and now I've come to all your shows every time you come here because of your, because of my their relationship with Hazel, and then because of us being on the boat, that like the those, kind of uh, yeah. weaving together, yeah, and it, that's a 20 year, uh, you know, relationship of artist to fan that is, you would not necessarily get in uh, in an organic way like this in any other setting. Yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> well, we appreciate your time. For sure. Um, and we've mentioned nine boats, nine boats, nine boats. Who here wants to see this guy get a robe and get a tattoo? Yeah. Need that robe, y'all. <laughs> I dig it. Well, thank you, guys. Dude, yeah, man. I, awesome y'all do this podcast. I appreciate uh, it. And so thank you for inviting me on. Thank you. As always, it's, just, it's super fun. Yeah, man. See you on Monday. Okay? Yes, sir. Good to see you, brother. <laughs> Thanks, Ed. Is there a, ladies and gentlemen in the crowd, Boatcast Charlotte here has some picks. So if you guitar wanna, picks, if you want to home grab some guitar picks, help yourselves. Who's next? Who's next? Stewart. Yep. The Virgin Rock Boater. We get the Virgin Rock Boat experience. Virgins in the air. Not his first boat, but... Not his first boat. Well, while Stuart's coming up, can we get a shout-out? Look at the Dumb and Dumber. Carlos. Carlos. Yeah. What? Someone's going to prom tonight. Yeah. <laughs>
Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Stuart Morrell, Virgin Rock Boater. Thanks, guys. Virgin not, no more. 24 hours in now. It's 24 hours in. But it's not his first boat. He's been on four sail, uh, sail across the suns, one Kameo, Kameo and one Sol Sayamo. Yep. Welcome, man. How, how has this experience been being on all those cruises and now being on this one? What's the major difference you see? I will tell you that. I was prepared because I have lots of friends that have been on the rock boat in the past. Right. And they told me it was different. And it has been different. Nice. In a very positive way. Nice. Uh, just different uh, atmosphere. Even the people. Um, very welcoming. Looking at the other cruises, what is one thing that consistently sticks out to you about the professionalism with Six Man and, and the way they treat their guests and the artists? I wouldn't come back if it wasn't done well. Yeah, to be per perfectly honest with you. And, and, and how we ended up on our very first sail across the sun, to me, is an interesting story. I don't know if anybody else will find it interesting, but my wife and I had just attended two New Orleans jazz festivals in a row. And we loved live music, and we didn't like the lineup for the next one, the third one. So I started looking around for a new festival to go to. And I'm not about living in the sand like Bonnaroo and, you know, that sort of craziness. And then I came across this thing called Sail Across the Sun with Train. And I said, that's what we're doing. And she laughed at me. And ultimately we went. Uh, that year it happened to go out of uh, Sail out of uh, Tampa. And uh, we lived in Orlando at the time. So it was a quick hour, hour and ten minute trip over. And we were sold at that point. We came, went back for... The next one, the next one, the next one, and then popped in with the Kayamo and the first Soul Shine at Sea. Uh, and, and if they weren't quality, wouldn't be doing them again. Which band made you jump to Rockboat this year? I was, Where are you wearing them right now? <laughs> it might have been the Struts. It, it, it might have been. Uh, it, interesting that I have always enjoyed their music and had never seen them live, and, and I've gone over my life seven, eight hundred concerts. And, and that's just what I can recall. Uh, so, so I've been to a lot of shows, but never saw the Struts, and, but, but enjoyed listening to them on Spotify. And uh, my wife and I went to see them. We had just moved to Los Angeles and went to see them at the Wiltern Theater there. It happened to be the last date on their tour. And I said, wow, this, this is like a real old time rock and roll show. And those of us that saw them on the stage last night out on the pool deck, I think they probably found a lot of converts for those that hadn't seen them before. I know I've heard that from a lot of folks that uh, somebody, at least one person to convert it. Anyone else? <laughs> Anyone else? I was there. Wow. And, and, and it's the only act that I've committed to seeing all three times that they perform on the rock boat. So I will make sure that I'm at each of their shows. What was the first concert you ever went to in your whole life? The first concert I went, I ever went to in my life. And you were born in like '93. You're gonna ask this guy yeah. his age? Well, I didn't ask him. No, I, I will tell you. I just turned 65 at the end of wow, September. Right. Uh, so yes, that means I'm eligible for Medicare and all of that fun <laughs> That's stuff. That's where my so. hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Benefits. I, ju I just signed up. Started January 1st, so I'm all good now. But uh, the very first concert. Besides some shows that I had gone to with my folks, was an oldies show at Madison Square Garden, and it now 
the, the lineup was just somewhat incredible. Chuck Berry, Bo Diddley, Fats Domino, uh, Gene Chandler, the Duke of Earl. Uh, let's see, who else was there? Uh, the Shirelles. So it was the history of rock and roll. And the second concert I went to was another one of those. Uh, and I can't remember who, who played that one. Uh, but uh, that was my very first show. It was probably about 1973. So the question that I have, uh, I think, is weighing on a lot of people's minds is, this is your first rock boat. Are you going to book when you can for the next boat? <laughs> We've had that conversation. Great. Uh, and, uh, you know, next year is the year that Sail Across the Sun comes back. And we said, I said, to her, you know, we're going to, we'll sign up for both of them. She said, well, no, we can't afford that. And then I said, we'll make it work. So I, I think we'll be back for the rock boat. Yeah. That sounds like a yes. Yeah. <laughs> and it will be her third because she came last year with her girlfriend who's sitting over here. Yeah. Uh, also. Can we put you on the note saying you're coming back next year? Absolutely. Go Let's go. Yeah. I guess I just <laughs> committed. <laughs> He's already rebooked without rebooking. Love it. <laughs> I love it. What is one when you know when you describe to your friends and family who have never been on a, a, a floating music festival in general? How do you go about like describing that when they're like, "Oh, we went on Disney, we went on a Carnival cruise, boring." How do you <laughs> go ahead take it away? Uh, wrong. The, the first thing that. I say, they, the first thing they ask is they don't understand. They don't. What's the cruise line? <laughs> so I, the destination? I, I, as I, if that matters. Yeah. You, you asked about the destinations, and I was talking to some people uh, this past week, week and a half, and where are you going? I said, you know, it really doesn't matter. Because, <laughs> because you're listening to music from 11 o'clock in the morning on At Sea Days to 2 or 3 o'clock in the morning. I mean, just think, we just sailed around Florida for the last 48 hours. So, <laughs> that's that's mean, true. Or or you could stay awake until the daylight, and you could still be listening to music in this boat. <laughs> that's true. Very, very true. But uh, how do I describe it? You know, using the, 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 the uh, moniker that, that the rock boat uses of uh, floating festival at yeah. sea. And yeah. that's really the way I describe it. It's a music festival on a boat. Yeah. You know, it's cleaner than most of the ones that you'll go to. I mean, uh, the, the jazz fest that we went to, it rained not while we were there, but the days are two or three beforehand, and it was muddy as all hell. Uh, but, uh, you know, that it's just, I have a tough time describing it outside of the, it's music from 11 o'clock till, till yeah. 2 a.m. Uh, that, you know, that, that's really, and, and, and discovering bands that I would have never, ever known uh, without that, and you know, having been on four uh, sail across the suns, there's been two artists. Actually, the very first one that got voted on that first year, you know, through the six-man competition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both of them have been on every sat since because they've been invited back. Oh wow! And one of them even was on the first Soul Shine. So I've actually sailed with them five of the seven times that I've been on a six-man cruise, nice. and that's of good nature. Oh, yeah. So what I hear you saying is Six Man does some pretty kick-ass fuggle cruises. I don't know how they find the bands. <laughs> right? Well, you know, I that, think that's the boaters. I think, I think the boaters hear the bands, 
for majority point oh, you know, for a majority of them. And but, but even them finding some of the regional bands that you're just not familiar with. You know, we lived in Orlando for 32 years, so a lot of bands started there. You know, a couple of boy bands that you may be familiar with started in Orlando. Hanson. Uh, this they were on the boat. There was this group called Tabitha Secret that may have become that somewhat famous. Uh, they were all there before we were. Uh, but the the point is, you know, you you know the bands that come through town, the big national acts, but the the regional acts. That's what we get to see on the six man cruises that that you're not familiar with, uh, and and that's a lot of fun. What has been your biggest takeaway from being a virgin boater, first rock boat? and the community that you are now a part of? The welcome that everybody has given me. Uh, you know, they see the, the it's there, the, yeah. the one now yeah. there, Number and it's one. welcome. And uh, although I almost stole my wife's, which has a two on it, uh, when, I, <laughs> when I was writing my name on it, actually I did write my name on it, then I had to take it off, because I realized, <laughs> nope, that's hers with the two. But yeah, the, 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 the welcome, the, the family atmosphere, and, and it's very, in that a, a, aspect, it's very similar to Sail Across the Sun, uh, just the, the, the family. You know, I look out here and there's a bunch of us uh, that I know from Sail Across the Sun uh, that, you know, it's, it's welcome to this family now. Yeah. Stuart, I want to give you a, a big shout out for the playlist throughout the months that you've created. Thanks, Chris. And, you know, it's it's funny because that started with Sail Across the Sun a bunch of years. I think the first one. So going back to whenever it was, 2017. And I do it for every every cruise that I'm on. And it started out as something for me. I wanted to get familiar with a lot of the music of the artists that I didn't know. You know, I knew Sail Across the Sun is Train. So I knew all of Train stuff, yeah. and the, especially the hits. But I didn't wasn't really that familiar with, at that point, Matt Nathanson. I had seen him a couple of times. Yeah. So I knew Cars and I knew uh, uh, Hire, whatever the name of that song is. Like, it, you know, I knew the hits, but I became more familiar. And then I decided one day, let me put it out on the family page on Facebook. Yeah. And all of a sudden, there was all this interest. Oh, you forgot to add this song from Michael Front, right? You forgot yeah. to do this, you forgot to do that. It happened. And, and, you know, it's, I'm at the point now where I just add the entire catalog so I don't miss anything. The, the key is that I have to stay on top of the new releases because especially with this cruise with, you know, 20, 25 bands, it's impossible for, to, to stay up on, on everything that's coming out. With, set, with Sail Across the Sun, uh, it's a smaller audience, a smaller group of bands, so it's a little easier, but I try to do what I can do. You know, I just want to thank you again for taking the time to curate that. It's, uh, that duty is for life. All right. <laughs> I, it's, it's funny that you say that, Eamon, because some friends that have put on festivals, have attended festivals, that I wasn't going to have asked me to do that. <laughs> so, and I've taken sub-themes. Like I, a couple of years ago, I think two Valentine's Days ago, I did uh, love songs from all the artists that had been on Sail Across the Sun. But the cool thing was is, you know, some of them were very obvious because the word love's in there or partner or, you know, whatever it might be. But 
a couple of them I couldn't find anything appropriate. So I actually reached out to him, and and and, and the one that that comes to mind who's also a, a rock boat veteran, uh, Pat McGee, actually responded. Shout out Pat McGee. Actually yeah. gave me three songs to add to the list, and there were several several other artists that I just didn't know what to put of their music because I wasn't that familiar. So you know, there's the the, the actual cruise playlist, and then there's some sub playlists that get created based upon uh, requests. But I, I I love it. It's 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 for me, but it's for everybody else too. Awesome. One more question before we let you go. Um, favorite lyric. Wait, you told me this was a three-hour interview. <laughs> this is not. This is you. You misread that email. You misread that email. Or I was drunk enough and I sent you the wrong one. <laughs> favorite lyric from your favorite song ever. Oh wow. You know, I I, I can't answer that. Because I don't know the damn lyrics. Good. Next guest. It's <laughs> okay. Day. I, I, I get puzzled all the time why the artists don't sing the right lyrics. Because they're not singing the same thing I am. And she's out there correcting me all the time when I'm doing that. But no, I you know, I don't think there is is really one uh, that that jumps out at me. Awesome. Sounds like a playlist in the making. Let's get this version voters some drinks tonight. And uh Stuart, thanks for coming by, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Again, if you're just showing up and you would like some Boatcast guitar picks, Boatcast Charlotte over here is handing them out. So, freeze your hand, come grab one. All right, our next guest is the lead singer from Driving and Crying. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kevin Kinney. Kevin, we got a story for you. We got a story for you. Yes. So it was a story for me. Story <laughs> for you. I'm gonna use my FM, <laughs> 1970s FM voice. <laughs> my inside voice. You're listening to Frank Zappa. Happy <laughs> All right. So uh, you know, this morning, me and Eamon were on the pool deck, and we ran into somebody who's been on 15 rock boats, and they said they were sleeping, and at 1 a.m. They woke up to your music playing. I think you're in what? Correct me if I'm wrong. In the atrium? Yes. Yeah. So their room sits above the atrium. <laughs> okay. They woke up at 1 a.m. We had this conversation at 11:41 a.m. this morning. A.m. They hadn't Another slept since then. Ten hours later. So you were their alarm clock. So let's give it up, right? That's awesome. Yeah. I try to sleep at a driving crane <laughs> and anywhere within a block of a. If you guys crane. haven't checked out Driving and Crying, they rock it. Like so, yeah. Expect the decibels to be <laughs> up there, right? Uh, yeah. So we do around by default. That's kind of yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're from the '80s, so you know, before they had monitors and inner ears, so we just let volume fly. But yeah, I'm pretty sure we tried at the Webster's dictionary. Decibels didn't exist then. No, you know, not really. It's just bad <laughs> monitors. Nowadays, it's like a contest. <laughs> this looks like you could be loud up here tonight. Yeah, we can. <laughs> we can get really loud right now. Yeah, I do. Right now, right I, if I knew how to play one of those things, yeah, <laughs> I can bang the drum. So, welcome, man. First rock boat. This is the first uh, rock boat. Yeah, yeah. The first. So you middle on other boats. Many other boats. We start. Well, we started off on Skinner. The Skinner gave me three days uh, yep. a cruise, and then we went to, uh, and then uh, at the Outlaw Country, and then Cayamo. Yeah. 
And this is our first rock boat with our friends. You know, we've known, I've known uh, Sister Hazel for a long time. I've known Ken. We sang a song. We did a record with Warren Haynes. We, uh, he sang a song with me on a, one of my records back in 896, I think it was. So, yeah. So, I, I got to ask the beaker, you know. I got to ask you one question, right? Like the first time we spoke, you started talking golf. I was, I was yeah. like, I kind of have an interest with this guy. Let's yeah. like let's go in golf. How's your golf game been lately? It's pathetic. I love golf. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mine too. You know, people ruin it by trying to be good. Why? It's just like guitar. It's like you don't have to be a great guitar player. It just feels good to play guitar. It's a like, love. No one ever has to see you do it. You never have to. You just get up there and <laughs> play to your dog. And that's what I do. There's always that Most one shot. Most of my songs come from playing to my dog. And then my dog's like, that's a pretty good one. And I'm like, okay. I'll let me record it on my phone. <laughs> so, you know. But yeah, um, yeah, I like I like to, I like to, I like a good a good walk spoiled is what they call it. But yeah, it's like, I'm not a, I don't keep score. I keep, you know, I have my own. Yeah, I have my own. Uh, there's always system. that one. Sh- there's always that one swing that keeps you coming back. Oh, it's yeah. There's always that one. My goal, my goal in golf, I might did I, I might have said this to you before was my goal in golf is to not be surprised when I hit something really good. <laughs> like, did you see that guy? <laughs> did y'all see? Did you see this? Not watching. You better. Did you see that? You better have seen that. <laughs> no one's watching. Oh. Oh well. So, look, so it is a lot like rock and roll. So like looking back <laughs> at the other boats that you've been on, and now you know fast forwarding to this rock boat, what's the biggest difference you've seen between the boats? Well, I mean the first one, the first time we were ever on one was Skinner, so that was uh, the um, the gym was always wide open. <laughs> Then I did Kayama, and the gym was packed. I mean, we just got off the Jericho. <laughs> the gym is packed these days? <laughs> I don't know where the crowd that it was a decade ago. But uh, uh, cheers. To and, you know, I, it's the same thing for me. We come and do these things because people don't, you know, we're we're a regional band. You know, we're, we're you know, South Tennessee to Florida to, to South Carolina to, you know, Texas. And then we, we don't play outside of the South very much anymore. We kind of retired from that. We've been around 39 years, so um, we did do that many times. So it's fun to be here and be just, I think the my be- big, biggest compliment you can give me is like, I've never heard of you. And that was really, I really enjoyed that. That's like our biggest compliment. And I was like, okay, good. Cause that's, that's why we're here to just introduce ourselves to a bunch of different kind of fans that we don't really, you know, well, I do know, I know if you ever if you ever come up to PA, I've talked to a whole bunch of people that love to see you in Harrisburg. Okay. Oh, Harrisburg. So that's a great place. Yeah. There's, a, there's there. the art uh, art bar there or something. Yeah. Right? Nope. Yeah. Yeah. That like that's a great Harrisburg's beautiful. Yeah. It's... So, you know, how do you so for like the listeners out there, how and 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 if they've if they've heard our prior interview with you, they would know the answer to this. But not everybody has. So, how do you prepare for a set? Um, I'm uh, I learned from. Uh, hmm, I think what I do is I don't do. I I try to just nap. <laughs> Sleepism. And then I, all the motors. When we were on tour, we were on tour with Neil Young and Crazy Horse back in like '93 or something like that, and. Uh, 
he used, he had this you know he had this tour bus and a flag and when the flag was up he couldn't go near the bus, but he pretty much you know I was like he sleeps to like twenty minutes before the show, <laughs> then he gets up he puts out his thing so, I just try not to talk too much and I rest my voice I just I try not to get too stressed out I try not to get too influenced, you know by the opening bands or anything I just try to like go come up with a game plan because driving crying is, it's all improv like. The songs change every night. There's no success. There's zero set list. So the guys in the band have to know a hun- over a hundred some songs. So if you shout out something, we probably will play it. If you know if it fits into the into the story arc at the time. But yeah, it's fun to just you know because I like to include the audience in yeah. the show and let, you know if you're there to hear it and you, get, you know, hear your favorite song, I, I try to try to help. Who was the biggest music influence in your life? Well, uh, there's a couple of different, like in the music business world, I was friends with uh, Johnny Johnny from the Ramones. Yeah. We were friends from- Man, tra- traded cards. Trading baseball cards. Yeah. And so he, a lot of my discipline of present, you know, having, giving the audience what they need, play the hits, you know, they paid their money, they came- and to do a good show for the kids and for he's always so a lot of that is like not experimenting on the audience i get that from him yeah um but peter buck from rem has been turned me on to millions of books and records and things like that and he's been he's been a big influence like that so you know rem yeah and of course bob dylan is my hero yeah somewhere between bob dylan bob dylan for words Ramones were uh, just the punk rock um, discipline that they had, and uh, Jimmy Page and Tony Iommi for my guitar riffs. Those are my <laughs> those are my two heroes. I carry a Zasso flag in my bag with me that I'm putting up in my hotel rooms. <laughs> so, what's the, the what's the fondest memory you have of being on a boat in general? My fondest memory of being on a boat. Outside of being at this table. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. today there was curry in the, on the buffet. That was oh, pretty cool. Nice. Uh, my daughter was just asking if they had some Indian. Yep. Well, there was, a weird, there was a weird instance that when we were on the last, the last Skinner cruise, I think it was one of their last ones. You know, we opened for Skinner for a couple of years over in the early 90s, late 80s. And, uh, Whenever they played Freebird, it was a great opportunity to get out of there, you know, because you know no one's leaving. So we were on the on the boat here, and they were they were in the Stardust or whatever the big theater was there, and they were doing um, uh, uh, Freebird, and then somehow I go to my room, like at before Freebird's over, and I turn on the Saturday Night Live, and there's Will Ferrell doing Freebird. <laughs> I thought this is really damn. Cool. That's awesome. But I don't know. I mean. Every moment, I'm excited about what I'm going to do today. I'm gonna. I've never seen them, um, you know. I've never seen the uh, Sosto. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of bands. Oh yeah, and uh, so uh, my greatest memories are on their way, right? Yeah. What do you think? Who's your favorite band on the on the band? Well, I know you can't really t- say. I but are, are you also, a, uh, my favorite band. Yeah, go for it. Um, I'm gonna have to go with. Yeah, I should see. Who's somebody I should see? That you, common you, Heart. Have you seen the Common Heart? No, I've not. Oh seen my Anyone out here seen Common Heart? The, the new respect. respect. The, the new respect. respect. Are they playing today? 
Oh, shoot. Oh, they crap. Let's all go. 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 <laughs> Take the mics with us. So, yeah, we're well, freaking. I just love music. You know, I've always loved music. I, st- I, started a, I started a magazine when I was 17 years old, and I just, you know, I love music. I love talking about music, and, you know, I love it that, you know. That's what we're uh, all about. That's what we're all about. And people still supporting live music and the fact that they come out and they come on this boat and yeah. and the people who still support live music, it's not something you take for granted, you know. Bands took record companies for granted for, and then they went oh. away. <laughs> so I do not take audiences for granted because it's, without them, it's just, yep. you know. I like I'm lying to play with my dog, like I said, but <laughs> another that's my fallback position. Even saw a... Uh, a cabin show today, Brother Maven. Yeah, Brother Maven. I stopped by a cabin show. Incredible. Real deal. Cabin show. So cabin show is like when an artist kinda like somebody who like is living in a ga- like lives in a cabin for the whole trip. Okay. Like invites an artist to come in and play an acoustic show. Play. Wow. Yeah. And then people Cabin show shows up. are real. So boaters show up and then like, you know. Wow, they might donate money. They throw yeah. they throw a hat around and yeah. just put money. Yeah, and wow, yeah, if that's something you're open to, people can come come tell yeah. you. Hey, sure, hey man, <laughs> between nuts. <laughs> I tried to do a cabin show, nobody let me in. Really? Sorry to hear that, Kevin. I want to thank you so much. I uh, yeah, I encourage everybody to go out and see Driving and Crying. It will be on this Third. stage tomorrow at eight thirty. All right. Well, people listening on the radio, but I'll be here at Magnum at eight thirty tomorrow. I think. Uh, we're, but thank you for having me. I enjoyed. Yeah. The show. Heck yeah. I enjoyed talking to you on my computer. Hell yeah. It was fun. Awesome, man. Thank you so much. Well, rock and roll. Yeah, rock and roll. Keep on rocking oh, in the free cool. world. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks, see you guys. Here's some extra pigs for you. Oh, thanks, man. Okay. And without further ado, the young man in the tux. Ladies and gentlemen, the moment you've all been waiting for. <laughs> the one person on the boat that has been on and has, has a robe. And he's got more experience than any of us most here. people on here. Yep. Uh, let's bring up Isaiah. There he is. Yeah. He's ready for prom night. Check out the shirt. He's gotten so big. Isaiah's got to get some, like, his own merch. What's <laughs> up, big guy? Here you go. All right. So, for those that are listening, this is Isaiah. And Isaiah already has a robe. Isaiah, how many boats have you been on? Twelve. Twelve boats. And how old are you? Fourteen. Fourteen. <laughs> Do the math, people. Do the math. He's fourteen. He's been on twelve boats. He has a robe. What has your experience been with fellow boaters as you've progressed through your years of, like, growing up and being able to, like, you know, uh, capture those memories? What has that been like? I'd have to say, like, it was, it's really good because, like, even meeting new people, they're, like, even so nice. And even old pe- and even people who have been on more boats than I have are even nicer because, like, they have more experience than I do. Yeah, so you're here, and uh, what band are you most excited to see if you already haven't seen them? Uh, Red Warning Blue. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Did you see that show last night? No. 
No. <laughs> well, hey, kill me. you should know that Scott's here. will be here tomorrow night on our podcast. So, you know, if, if you're walking around and you want to see him have a conversation. But back to you. So, question. So, you might be the only person that I can ask this to, with the except of Bocas, Charlotte, who's handing out our guitar picks. Um, how does it work with your notes for school? After 12 years. Who's writing you? Who's writing your yeah, out of school? Like, well, like, how does this happen? So, I'm all right because yeah. it is a family reunion, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So does what it just say, like, you're out sick? It's like, this is, well, we're going to a family reunion for a week, so you're not going to be at school. <laughs> so more importantly, what do you tell your friends, that your close friends, when you get back that know that, might not be a family reunion, but maybe a little bit of a trip. Um, I tell them I'm going on a boat and you're not. <laughs> <laughs> you keep that shit close to the heart. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking for some sort of answers of what I should tell my friends when I get off the boat. Like, what was this like? Because, as all you guys know, it's pretty difficult to <laughs> explain what a boat is like so I got, I got a question for you at what point did you realize like being isaiah on the boat was this epic thing because it kid, was a thing when you're a kid it's like oh everyone's living this life but no you're up there singing with melodyme you are on yeah. stage with everyone doing karaoke like what when did you realize like not everyone gives gets to live the life of isaiah well, now, because, like, you guys are telling me this. <laughs> when I was on my fifth boat, I was like, this fucking kid is a legend. I was afraid to talk to him. Yeah. <laughs> That's what everyone says. Isaiah's been a lot harder to book to get on here <laughs> than some artists. So, he's going to sit out there. His booking agent is there if you, if you need him. This kid is too humble. Where is your robe right now? Yeah. Like, is it, like, sitting in a closet? Yeah, it's in my closet in my room. You should I just bring like, it here. You should just wear it and just go up on the stage every year. <laughs> I, I wish Marlboro let me. Yeah, you're totally such, yeah. you're, so you're telling me you're such a badass that you're like, <laughs> I don't even bring it to the boat. Everyone knows that shit on 10 boats. <laughs> so what, um, as far as new bands go, when you hear the lineup, right, as a young person, right, because most of the people on the boat are obviously a little older, what does research look like for you? Like, are you downloading them? Are you watching them on YouTube? I'm just, uh, yeah, I'm just listening to it with my mom because, like, I don't really, so, like, most of the bands I don't really know, so, like, yeah. Do you tell your friends about some new bands or no? No. You keep this shit close. <laughs> what are you doing? You better not play him in poker. <laughs> I'm gonna beast that poker. It's like, like <laughs> we got we got Phil Ivy over here. Like, keeps keeps his keeps his cards just to himself. I like oh, Ivy, I'm excited for Phil Collins tonight. Red wanting Hazel. Speaking of red wanting blue, woo! That's gonna be epic. So let's let's bring it back to all things family, right? So when that moment comes every year for you, and your mom tells you we're going back on the boat. Walk us through that emotional journey 
from your first boat to now, and then every time you hear that you're coming back on, like, what is that like internally hey, do for you? Chris, he couldn't walk probably during his first boat, all right? Eamon's going to have to raise his hand to ask questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I can't really explain it, but my mom can. It's... Well, I mean, if oh, she's here, she can come her up. up here. Bring her up here. Bring oh, yeah. her up here. Welcome, that was, welcome. That was all planned, wasn't it? Thanks. So the emotional journey from his first boat to to now, and you know, asking him how he captures that, how he feels like every year when you say we're going back on the boat. You know, obviously he deferred to you. So can you walk us through that yeah, that journey? For sure. So, um. When we first decided to go on the boat, it was 12 years ago, and my husband at the time, his dad, who's passed away, um, told us about this amazing music festival, and Sister Hazel was our favorite band. And it was coming out of New Orleans or where, in Texas, so we thought, oh, we could just drive to New Orleans and go. Well, we met, made so many good friends. Isaiah got on stage, but it wasn't even that. It was about being in the music in the moment and how special it was to just spend that with my family and then year after year well it, at the finale show we always decide we're going on the next boat that's all it is and so uh we know on when we're at the finale show listening to hazel we're like we're booking for next year I no question. and then there's no question at all it's our family vacation every year it's our um it was something that was given to us by lonnie and it, we will never forget it and now we have kern along that's, with us all right whoa <laughs> kern's also ready for prom night yeah i haven't noticed <laughs> and so I, if i could share it with my family that's all i want to do and yeah. it's our favorite place it's so really a these were all family here yeah. yeah thank you i want to i want to thank both of you so much for finding time and wanting to come on to chat with us briefly you've You've been on before on our podcast, and, and we always truly appreciate it. And uh, it was important to have this moment with you guys on this boat. Question, and we're already, right now we're at 50%, right? So our other boater is, is booked for next year. Well, when they do it, he'll be, he'll be on it. Next year's boat. Are you going to be on it? All right. We'll be on we're at 100%. We're going. Thank you. Okay. Is that it? Let's get that note ready for school. Oh, yeah. All right. Family reunion. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you guys so much, Isaiah. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so much. Thank you. See you guys at Headphone Disguise. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. You know, I was I was thinking that Chris's first boat was not unlike Isaiah's first boat. You know, they were tucking Isaiah in, and we had to put the big guy down in the first one because – you needed some sleep. They lied to me. <laughs> they told me it was a different time. They told me it was 2 a.m. <laughs> and it was not 2 a.m. It was like 11 p.m. He needed to go to bed. <laughs> needed to, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so, yes. I just want to thank everybody for coming out and uh, listening to us. Yes. And we'll, we'll be back here tomorrow. Thank you. And thank you to the sound team. Yes. Appreciate you. Thank you.